0: This is Stay Paid, a sales and marketing podcast on a mission to help you
1: close more deals and retain more business. Welcome to another Silver Dollar episode of Stay Paid. My name is Joshua Stike. Oh, yeah, and I'm Luke A. Come on, Luke! Dude, I'm throw throwing off because we have a guest in the studio. This and is it's our first Silver Dollars. First Silver Dollar guest. Wow. Uh, and yeah, I'm, I'm right
2: where I want to and be. And you're like, in the right studio. The two of you, so. Today, I've never heard that said before. <laughs>
1: Well, today on elastic. the on the Silver yeah. Dollar we have Stephen Gilfoyle. He's the CEO and founder of Affordable Care Insurance. Steve's in town, and uh, we did a little. Moti- you did a motivation mindset we did a, we Monday or whatever. A bunch of insurance agent today. Well, at least earlier we think today. We did. We're not sure if the results are yeah. yeah, so we figured we'd have Stephen on yeah. the on the show and kind of tell Let's your story. Go. Yeah.
2: Well, uh, first time or second time talker? Uh, yeah, second time. Yeah, he was yeah.
0: Um, on the podcast. What is it been? At I'm least year to a the year, a year. Right. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. A year ago, you and your partner Shane came on. Today, we talked about mindsets, uh, just a little bit about uh, Stephen, so the audience knows you are now up to eleven thousand contracted agents wow. underneath your insurance agency, which in the insurance game is just massive. And the way you've done it is incredible. You're up to wh- how many locations?
2: got 58 locations run all 50 states and it's been an amazing amazing ride with some of the best people yeah, I've ever worked with. It's
0: ridiculous. The the thing I love the most about I think you are one of the best relationship builders in the game. I shared that in the insurance syndicate uh, show that we did this morning because like you came into town for an Eagles game. You're a Packers fan. The Eagles stomped the Packers, so sorry about that. I appreciate you rubbing that in I've mentioned it probably uh, three or four times to him today. But the Eagles stomped the Packers. But you came in. You bought a plane ticket, came into town just to see us, just to build a relationship with us, continue nurturing the relationship. And that's really what's helped you grow your business. Uh, But I want you to share a little bit about your story because I want to focus in on the mindset that you have. Because you started out, I mean, you were making $12 an hour. And your first year getting into insurance, you made $200,000 or more in your in that year. And talk to us a little bit about that journey, what got you into insurance, and, and how that was.
2: Yeah, and to touch on what you said earlier, like we've grown this way, and we haven't spent a single dollar on advertising, Facebook ads, whatever it may be. It's all been just core relationships. That's crazy. That's, I think the hardest and easiest way to do it. Right. Um (laughs) I guess getting started, again, it's one of those things because again, everyone feels like they kind of a story where it's like, oh, I made more in my first month than in, you know, my whole year working before that, right? And it's not so much, I think, the money, it's more of the again, the mindset of saying there's a goal that you want to hit, and it's not necessarily what you're doing, it's who you're doing it with. And the structure that you're doing it being consistent. And mm-hmm. I think just loving what you do enough that makes the hard days still enjoyable and then the good days actually fun, right? Mm-hmm. And we, we talked about, you know, like if Michael Jordan loves winning, but he also has to love playing basketball because winning isn't enough. Money's not enough to do it, but it's a great first motivator to get started
1: yeah no agree absolutely we'll talk a little bit more about that mindset because i know um you know we all know the stats we know what it takes to actually make it in insurance i think we've interviewed cody ask and we had him on the podcast eight percent of insurance agents actually make it so the grind and the the mental uh fortitude i guess that you have to go through to actually make it in this business talk about that
2: So I I think it's a really intimidating thing when you get into any industry, I think insurance is probably one of the hardest where you see, oh, this person made a million dollars and this person did this, whatever, right? And you see this white noise at the end of the day, I think if you just compartmentalize it like by steps and saying like, this seems like an insane thing, like I'm making $10 an hour right now to think that you're going to make $800,000 in a month. It's just too mind-blowing to kind of, like, extrapolate. And the best analogy I can relate to is uh, a couple months, I'm going to be doing my first Ironman. Okay. And when I first looked into that, I'm like, the swim is, like, 3.8 kilometers. Dude. I can't, like, tread water for 30 seconds, right? <laughs> so a lot of people...
1: Wait, when are
0: you doing your first Ironman? Uh,
2: it's going to be in April.
1: Okay, April. Right. Okay, so you got some time. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. is and this the half... Like, you have to wear run half a marathon in it, the middle of... <laughs> Yes, yeah, so there's two
2: of them. That the, the full one is where you're doing uh, basically a 3.8-kilometer swim, yep. which is about two and a half miles. Yep. That takes about a, an hour or two. And then you're biking for 110 miles, and then you run a marathon after that. Oh, full marathon. <laughs> and so each one of those things doesn't maybe sound that bad, but again, if no, you've never all sound done it before, <laughs> right? And for in college, I was a sprinter, right? Yeah. So I'm going – I run maybe half a track and I'm like good for the week. Right. And now you're basically doing about 13 to 14 hours without stopping. So again, going back to that, that thing with interns to say, it's not about the goal of the intimidation. It's about how do you break each part down? Right. Mm -hmm. You just, are you calling, you know, 10 people an hour and doing that for a certain number of months and years or whatever. So with the, um, the swimming, I was like, well, let me just see if I can swim long enough so I won't die. <laughs> and you know, just to live through the whole thing, right? And so it started out just like, you know, and, and I guess the, the biggest takeaway on this is to say, if, if I said, hey, you know, what, what do you think about swimming two and a half miles, yeah. right? You'd say that'd be the Crazy. hardest thing possible, yeah. right? But we aren't allowed to say that to ourselves unless we've actually tried. So last mm. time I swam, I was like eight years old in like elementary school or whatever, right? Yeah. So I have no right to tell myself I'm a bad swimmer because mm. I've never actually tried to do it in two decades. Mm. So when I when you actually do something and you you know work at it and you consistently get better every day and you look at what a lifetime is versus an intimidating goal up front, that I think is all the difference of what it makes. So it went to, can I swim water, can I tread water? To at least not dying, right? Not touching the wall, going back and forth or whatever. And then when you get to that point, then you're like, oh, if I can do this, then I can do the next part. So it's about having successes enough that you believe in yourself long enough to really, truly. And again, your mind can do amazing things. It's just, and your body can too. Yeah. It's just about you having faith in yourself
1: to do it.
0: I love that thought process of you can't tell yourself you're bad at something if you've never tried it. Yeah, Like so often, you, you're like right now you think of cold calling. So often, oh, I'm bad at cold calling. I'm bad at sales. So you never tried it. And and the the saying that Grant Cardone has that is so good is frequency creates greatness. Mm. So if you're frequent at something, you can't help but become great at it because that repetition builds the muscle over and over and over again. And, you know, one of the things that we talked about this morning that I've learned in my journey is that building a business is a lot like a staircase where when this was explained to me, it really transformed the way I thought because a lot of times you, you look at failure and it um, influences you in, in, in it makes you discouraged. It makes you not as confident. It, it makes you less risk-taking. It l- makes you want to pull back. But if you think of business like a staircase where you elevate, but then you flatline, then you elevate again, then you flatline, then you elevate again, then you flatline. And if you think about it this way, everything in life in order to actually win, you actually have to go through failure. Mm-hmm. So the the road to success is paved with failure is the saying. It's if you look and imagine your business as, hey, I've elevated, but, oh, I've hit a flatline. That's normal. That's actually not that you're doing something bad. That's not that you're doing something wrong. It's literally, that's normal that you flatlined. Now you have a new challenge to overcome and guess what? When you overcome that challenge, when you face that failure, when you face that st- stagnation, you're going to elevate again. And guess what's going to happen? You're going to flatline again. Failure is the game of business. Yep. Like It literally is a game of failure and the more and more you embrace that in your mind and realize, hey, this is the game. Frequency creates greatness. Failure is the road to success. The more and more you see it that way, the more and more it challenges the way you look at life and how you approach the day. Because I used to approach every decision with this huge weight on my shoulders of like, got to be oh, the
1: right decision. Yeah, what right? if I don't make yeah. the right
0: decision? And then you get pr- paralyzed, and then you never move. And what happens is you don't succeed. We're the best in the game, man. They buy Twitter without even thinking about it. I'm just kidding. (laughs) I had to throw Elon Musk in there because I've been following the saga and it's unbelievable. That's been a lot of uh, ups and downs. uh, Oh my gosh, it's been unbelievable. Okay, so talk about, you know, you got into the business, you almost quit Mm -hmm. when you were door knocking. Share that story.
2: So it all comes back to failure is free. So you have unlimited number of doors to knock. You've unlimited, but it doesn't cost you money, right? To just take more action. So starting out first week, And again, it was one of those things, again, I didn't have permission to tell myself I wasn't good because I hadn't done it to develop the skill set so I could actually make that judgment about myself, right? Mm -hmm. And so a lot of people that get into insurance, they fail because they've never done anything like it, Mm -hmm. hence, you know, everything we've talked about thus far. And so starting out when I was knocking doors at the time, it was like 40 or 50 no's and it was that last door in the last block that ended up being a yes for me. And I look back every week of my life, realizing that what if I hadn't taken that one other action? What if I went home that week? And then on Monday morning, what's my mindset like, Mm. do I even go out? Do I stop doing what I'm doing? And that is again, probably one of the scariest things I ever thought of. Mm. And I feel like a lot of people quit right before it gets the hardest And I think you said it perfectly,
1: Luke.
0: Yeah, it's literally 99% of people give up right before success. Is like,
1: yeah. like if you look at it, it's, it's the story it's, of the guy with the diamond. It's in his the backyard, diamonds, man. right? Yep. <laughs> and you
0: think about like I shared today, Ed Milet has a phenomenal book called the power of one more. I think it's been on the bestseller list for the past six months. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's a phenomenal book about that concept of like, just do one more, just wake up and do one more door because that one more door can actually change everything for you. Now, speaking of books, um, what is your feeling on like self-development and reading and getting into that? Cause I know you have an interesting take on this.
2: Yeah. It's not that it's, it's bad. Um, I've just, I guess, taken the time that I could have read books and, I, and again, I do read books. I think it's a really good thing to do. But you don't read uh, many. You know? I just no. haven't, <laughs> or just not very good at it. Yeah. Um, I, I, I just feel that, um, when you are actively just building and making yourself better, you can learn a lot through your own mistakes, right? And that's, I think, what a lot of books do, right, is they teach you, here's the mistakes I've made, and here's a way to be overcome that. Just like kind of like if you're a parent and you're teaching your kids, by the way, stove's hot, don't touch it. The kid's still going to touch the stove, and it's like, oh, that is actually is hot, so now I'm going to learn not to do it. And you have to almost kind of fail yourself and feel that pain before you actually – truly embrace it. So you can read a bunch of books. And I think it's part of that paralysis analysis where I can read every manual, every agent guide, but unless you actually do it, you're not going to actually have your own experience. And so I, I just, I value the experience that you can self teach more than maybe what other people are going to you know tell you to yeah, do. Put that. I
0: appreciate you saying that. And I wanted to, you to bring it up again, because like everything in life, we tend to always go in extremes and we swing super far one way. I believe as a culture and, and in this world that we live in of self development, it is really swung to like you're not successful if you don't wake up early. You're not successful if you don't yes. read a you know, thirty books a year. You're yep. not successful. And the truth is, you're insanely successful. And you don't really enjoy reading the self-development books a ton. You would rather just learn by experience and get out there and do it. And I think that's super valuable because it truly is everything in moderation is the principle.
2: You do need to take an ice bath every single morning. <laughs> if you don't do that, there's no hope for you at all. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. You're a failure. <laughs> but
0: that is the the point is I think you can get into these um, almost like echo chambers, yeah. where it's like you feel constantly like, oh, this is the road to success. And one of the things that we talked about on today's show um, on the insurance syndicate is that what most people don't understand is that it's the Tony Robbins saying success leaves clues. You don't have to go reinvent the wheel. You don't have to create a wheel. You have to go out there and just watch what somebody's doing and try it yourself. And what you'll find is your own unique personality, your own unique experiences, everything that you've gone through will shape it into a slightly different wheel that will be your very own value prop. Where most people, they spend all their time thinking and reading these books and trying to figure out, okay, what's the magic value proposition that I'm going to create instead of doing what you did, which is just I'm going to get out there and knock on doors. I'm going to get out there and just take action. I'm going to get out there and fail. And in the end, all of a sudden, I've created my own value prop. And that's a huge miss, I think, for people out there, not only in the insurance industry, but almost every industry that we talk to. So tell us um, this, right, which I asked you today, which is if you were going to give advice uh, to an entrepreneur, an insurance agent, even someone on your team um, headed into 2023 and everything that we're doing, what's the advice that you would would give
2: them? I'd say the biggest thing I can think of now, looking back especially, is fill your own cup first. So if you're, let's say you're building a team, especially, right? If you can't take care of yourself, your own finances, your own family, your own actions, your own clients, then you got to take care of yourself first. And what I mean by that is as your cup overflows with prospects, with leads, with work, then that causes you to naturally become the need of other agents, the Mm -hmm. other staff and other things like that. So your overflowing cup then fills their cups. You are adding value to them. And now you become valuable, not because of a commission thing or by how much you're paying them, but you're giving them something that no one else can give them without just, you know, shopping right or mm. just money. So that would probably be my, my best thing is take care of yourself, but add value by overflowing your own actions of yeah, what I you love can that. give. Fill awesome. your cup first. Love Steve, that.
1: thanks so much for coming on to this episode, the silver dollar episode, well, let's the let's first do it again one, one with a guest. Yeah. <laughs> Before we close out, let people know how they can connect with you.
2: Um, forticareinsurance.com probably the best way. And, um, and really again, like we have, again, almost an office in every state that you're probably near. So, um, just, find them that way, and we are um, so, so appreciative of having you guys. You guys are probably, again, my, it's basically like the Steve Between Two Ferns, <laughs> almost, so we, we can maybe rename it if we want to, That's but no, great. it's been a pleasure. You guys have been absolutely amazing.
1: Awesome. Thank you, and thank you all so much for listening. You can head on over to statepaidpodcast.com for the show notes, and those links that uh, Steven mentioned also will get you over to his company, AffordiCare Insurance, there as well. If you like this episode and want to support the show, two ways we ask you to do it. First is head on over to Apple Podcast, drop us a five-star review, and leave a comment while you're there. And the best way to show your support is just to share this episode with a friend. If you want to get a hold of me or Luke, you can email us at podcast remindermedia.com. And of course, you can find us on social media. We are at Stay Paid Podcast. For this episode of Stay Paid,
0: I'm Joshua Stike. Guys, I'm Luke Acree. Steve, thank you so much for being here, man. Uh, really appreciate, obviously, our relationship and everything that you're bringing uh, to the table for us, but not only that, to even our audience. And uh, the action item I want to give to everybody is I think what Steve gave you advice-wise is exactly what you should do. You can't help others if you're not not in a good place, right? Because out of your cup will overflow so, so you can actually give to others. So how are you investing in yourself? This episode was talking about mindset and how Steve has grown his own business to massive heights. You know, how are you feeding your body, mind, and spirit? And if you don't have a cup that's overflowing, I guarantee you it's because you are not feeding that body, mind, and spirit every single day. So this is a gut check for you right now. Think about your cup. Is it overflowing? Are you able to give away? Are you in a good place? And if you're not, go research, hey, well, how am I feeding my body, mind, and spirit so I can have a cup that's overflowing? Remember, the difference between top producers and mediocre producers in every single business is top producers take action. Take action on that today.